Welcome to the Message to Kings podcast, where we tell the complete history. This is your host, Brett Heaston, Episode 2, Prehistory, Noah. After the fall from grace and the original sins in heaven and on earth, heaven and earth changed drastically. The earth seemed to spin into a bizarre, hard-to-understand, nasty place. There was an infestation of darkness in every corner. For this reason, God decided to hit the reset button on planet Earth and save mankind through one family. Enter Noah. Welcome to the Antediluvian Age, the time before the flood, a time where dinosaurs and man coexisted, where man existed with giants called Nephilim, the offspring of fallen angels and man, where the unseen realm had invaded Earth illegally where demonic forces came upon the planet and wholly infested it, where God had to purge and clean the planet by water, imprisoning those fallen angels who left their station and redeemed mankind for the first time. Before we go further, we have to understand the Nephilim, because we'll be talking about them for a while, until around 1000 B.C., when David's men exterminate the remaining giants on the planet, they are referred to in the Bible many times, specifically in the Noah account, Moses, Joshua, and David. The Nephilim, also called the Nephilim, are the result of relations between demons and women. Don't ask me how this happened or how this could be. I have no idea, but it says it happened. The result was the Nephilim. Half-fallen angel, half-man. They were giants, and they were called men of renown. Enough of my rambling. Let's read the text. Genesis 6.6 When human beings began to increase in number on the earth, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God, fallen angels, saw that the daughters of the humans were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old and men of renown. The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race that I have created, and with them the animals, the birds, the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. What does all this mean? Really, what a nasty place. Think of the old Greek myths. They may be based, in fact, upon the Nephilim. The story of Zeus is a similar tale. It must have been a horrific time with the demons literally invading man and choosing what women they wanted. A time of giants. There must have been dinosaurs, too, and who knows, maybe high technology. And the people of the planet lived a thousand years. Again, this is prehistory and beyond our limited understanding, but this is what the Bible says. And like the last episode, you really have to use your imagination to even come close to understanding this age. I'm not going to try to give too much detail into the time period because there really isn't much to work with. There are some theories that could be quite believable, and I will address some of them later. 
According to the book of Jude, because the angels left their station, they will be facing a greater judgment. They disobeyed angelic code by mating with women and creating giants, which would eventually be eradicated from the earth. The prophecy was judgment on the planet and all that had defiled it. Somehow Noah and his family were kept from being defiled on the planet, and they were chosen to be saved. Noah received the word and in faith built a gigantic boat for a hundred plus years. And when God speaks, it requires faith, and that's what Noah did. God gave him a word, and he began to build a boat, even though his word would not be fulfilled for over a hundred years. This is the account of Noah and his family. Genesis 6, 9. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, and for the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make rooms in it, coat it with pitch inside and out, and this is, our, this is how you are to build it. And he went on to give him specific directions. And Noah did everything just as God had commanded him. The spiritual concept to understand this episode is the redemption of God and the concept of the remnant. God has set people apart. It is said about Noah that he was righteous and blameless. Blameless actually implied undefiled. He was undefiled by the nasty demonic invasion because he was protected or invisible to the devil and his people. God has always had a remnant because he will fulfill his word that he's spoken. For no word of God will ever fail. And all through his story, you will find God's people standing against all types of evil. God saves his people from his judgments, from Sodom and Gomorrah to the flood to the end of the age. There are martyrs and demonic struggles, but when God alone judges, he will save his people. Another important note here is that God saved eight people, which included Noah and his three sons and their wives. The number eight will be used all through a story to reference new beginnings, which was the case with David. He was the eighth son. And the eighth day of the week is always the new week. Back to the story. Noah built his boat in over a hundred years. Imagine the ridicule he lived with in a disgusting, perverse land filled with violence while he built a boat which in a land where he'd never even seen rain. And after a hundred plus years, the flood came and cleansed the earth, and Noah and his family and pairs of animals were saved in the ark. And after forty days and nights of rain... The waters started to recede, and Noah stepped onto dry land and started the journey of man again. In the end, God promised Noah to never judge the world again by flood, and ushered in his new promise with a rainbow. And this is true for all future judgments, including the end of the age. Ever since, there has never been a flood sent by God to judge man. And because this is prehistory, really it has to be, there's only eight men and women on the planet now, and there's little to work with, the Bible, legends, and histories, but really there isn't much information. The last episode had two people, but there was an angelic war to go with it, 
Well, I guess there is some uh, lots of science to go with this episode and some theories. In fact, there are hundreds of theories and a lot of science, but first, before I explore my favorite of the theories, I have to give a plug to the Creation Museum in Cincinnati, Ohio, which has built a life-size replica of the Ark and has some of the greatest teachings and research ever done on the antediluvian era. And the museum is dedicated to the creation through the flood. And also, they have a podcast called Answers in Genesis, so if you're ever in Cincinnati, it's definitely worth a visit. So back to my favorite theories. You know, who knows if they're right, but I, I like them, so here we go. At the creation, there's a strange mention on the second day how God created a firmament in the sky, which could be defined as sky, but more likely a body of water. There was a body of If there was a body of water in the sky, and as well there would be water upon the ground, some say due to this strange mixture with the sunlight coming through the water, it caused a high oxygen rate in the air. For this reason, they say the oxygen in the air was better to breathe, allowing people to live longer, possibly up to a thousand years. Interesting enough. So when the water reservoir was destroyed, the planet was drowned. Geologically, all types of changes occurred as well. The waterfall could have split apart the continents, and the waters killed off the dinosaurs, and the lower oxygen level, of course, would have led to man living less years, and everyone agrees that the dinosaurs died instantly, which supports the flood. So that, that's many theories all kind of crunched together. If you like them, if you want to argue, you win. I'm not a scientist, but I just like these theories because um, they, they fit together the best. So to conclude this episode, it really is a crazy story and the time is almost unbelievable. Uh, but we have to make sure we do not miss the bigger picture. God saved mankind from himself, which he will do again and again and again. Noah was God's instrument to save mankind. See, God is faithful to his people, and he promised to never leave us nor forsake us, no matter what is around us. And we have to note one more thing. At the end of the age, God will have to judge the earth again. Everything will come into judgment. Even a righteous judge is still a judge, and judgment has to be made. And if you accept God's righteousness and atonement of sin through Jesus, you will be acquitted for. But if you do not, you will face the consequences of every evil deed committed in your life. Accept Jesus' free gift of forgiveness and grace, because at the end of the age, it says that gross darkness will consume the planet. And check this out. It says, as in the days of Noah. And God will have to come again to save his people. Accept his salvation today, not tomorrow. Do not wait another day. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Message to Kings. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please recommend a friend, subscribe to the podcast. If you have any questions or if you want to chat, please email me at messagetokings at gmail.com.